And here we are, look again for the third time. Here we are. I'm Dom. I'm Than. And uh, yeah, we're going to finish out WrestleMania 9 this week with Perfect versus Lex. Yeah. Undertaker versus, is it versus? Can you say versus? <laughs> Undertaker wrestling a broom. <laughs> Undertaker in the same ring yes. as Jack Gonzalez. <laughs> and Brent versus Yoko yeah. versus Hulk. Slash <laughs> versus Hulk. Who knew we would be able to talk so much about WrestleMania 9? I was going to try to figure this out, and I don't know the answer to all of these, so we may have to look some stuff up. But before we get into the final third of WrestleMania 9, okay, we're going to play... Are they still alive? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. There's a big thing about WrestleMania 6 being that most of the people on that card are not with us. So we got the first dark match was Tito and Shango, and I think they're both with us, right? Yes. Tito and Shango are still alive. Yes. We got Tatanka, Sherry, Sean, and Luna. Half of them are not with us. Yes. Both Sherry and Luna are gone. Yes. Steiner Brothers versus the Head Shrinkers. Are we counting Afa? Well, Afa's still alive. Okay, so we got everybody in that everybody one, right? Everybody in is that Samu one is alive? still alive. Um, I don't know. Sam, Samu is kind of like the, the wild card in that one. Let's see. Is Samu still alive? <laughs> is! When the Wikipedia says is, he is present tense still. Yeah, you don't want was. <laughs> He's not passed. <laughs> Doink, Crush, I don't think we have either of them. No. Crush is gone. Doink, uh, Matt Wall, the original OG Doink. OG Doink is gone. Yes. Razor Backlin. Razor gone back. Backlin alive. I think we have everybody in the first main event. DiBiase, Shyster, yeah. Rotunda yeah. still alive. All the yep. Mega Maniacs, Hogan, Beefcake, and Jimmy Hart. So, like, everybody there. Yeah, I don't know how Brutus is still alive, but he's still <laughs> yeah. kicking. Kicking. Lex Perfect is gone. Lex is good. Um, I guess Lex is kind of good <laughs> he's, he's mostly good he's there yeah undertaker yes paul baron no gonzalez yeah. gonzalez gone we gone. discussed that because we were wondering if he was still alive uh, a few episodes back and i believe he died uh like 2010 somewhere around there uh whippleman's still kicking Yep. Yoko out, Fuji out. Well, Brett's Fuji still out. going. Yep. Hogan's yep. still there, and Fuji's dead. Commentators, Ross is it, right? Ross Pettingill. Ross is Ross and Pettingill, yeah. Because uh, we, we lost Macho and, and Brain. Yeah, Macho's gone. Um, yeah, and King's not on the show as a commentator. And making his appearance later in the match with Giant Gonzalez is Rene Goulet, a classic ah. official. Um, yes. Goulet died when he was 86, just uh, not too long ago. Not too, yeah, I, so, I thought I had said that. Finkel? Fink is... I have to do a little quick research on that. Was! Oh, oh no, no! Was! <laughs> not Fink! Not the Fink! Fink is... <laughs> Fink, Fink is, is Maximus. Mis- <laughs> it's like Minimus. Fink is... Dedimus. So, wow, that's a lot. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, uh, I'm not a math whiz, but I'd say that's a good 50 to 60% of the people. It's, uh, well, not it's still with us. Well, I mean, 30 you're years. Consist- yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's, this is 1993. We're we're about to head into 2023, and living on the road as a wrestler is is not high mileage. Yeah, high mileage, exactly. High it's a blessing that that if they are still alive, I would think. Yes, and this is the great thing about you know the cock. You can you can come back and, and see him. Yes. Yeah. So we have left what we thought was going to be the end of Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many of these matches ended up screwy? A lot, yeah, a lot of a lot of screwy endings in this. I mean, some had actual finishes, but it was not without some kind of uh, meats and cheeses involved. Like yeah. the, the Doink match, he did get a pinfall on that, but because there was a second Doink, yeah, I would say that the Razor Backlund match is that the only one that was like a really real pinfall. Yeah, Money Inc was a disqualification. Mm-hmm. Luger cheats, but he'll win. Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They start really talking up the forearm. Yeah. Undertaker is so goofy. Yeah, the Undertaker one's weird. Fuji cheats. Yeah. Like, there's no clean anything yeah, in this some thing. Kinda, well, I mean, that was how they wrote stories, I guess, you know, back then. It didn't have that aspect of it. I guess, you know, the story wasn't told the way they would want it to be t- 
told the bad guy always doing something that was under the cuff or out of sorts so everybody in the audience would be like ah boo you're not a you're not real yeah you don't win for real yeah he could have beat you if you played fair exactly well todd petting zoo is out yes with natalie cole yeah looks like he got jim ross's gigantic cock microphone (laughs) oh i would actually say this one's still a bit shorter than than jim's jim had the john holmes of these (laughs) yeah because like when you looked at the one that jim was holding that sucker you know you needed two hands to, (laughs) to caress that this one's definitely longer than monsoon Tunes. Mm-hmm. You, you know they were like playing with this backstage like they had these all lined up <laughs> yeah. at some point and it's just like all right who gets the giant one let's give it to jim <laughs> he's the new guy and they work their way down to, to gorilla unfortunately i could have used some introduction to todd yeah he just shows up as the zany guy oh my god he, he reminds me of the mtv vj Yes. If I'm saying that correctly. Like they were looking for, you know, that young hipster dude. Radio guy. You know, backwards hat, sunglasses (laughs) on. Yeah, what we were in in college, basically. (laughs) Yeah, were we this lame? (laughs) <laughs> I think we were actually. Oh no. Uh, but yes. I think that they were looking for that that fresh new face and something that would relate to the kids. Well, it's a shame. He looks like Nickelodeon Safter birth. Yeah. Is this the only star we have on WrestleMania this year? Like I that? believe so. And you know, I was I was noting because Natalie Cole is there. She's she's a vocalist. Mm-hmm. But we don't have an America the Beautiful. Right. Artist. Like, at least on the recorded version, was she there to sing America the Beautiful? That's Maybe a very was. good question. Uh, but they don't um, have it on the recording. Let's see what Dr. The Internet only reason says. I could think that she would be there would be to perform something. Yeah. Ranking every American <laughs> the beautiful performance in oh, WrestleMania. Geez. All right. Well, who did number nine? Yeah. Um, two, 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 five, um, 11. 22. Control F. Control Did, F. Didn't we have that horrible punk version of the national anthem when we did uh Oh, there were, yeah, the, 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 the people that thought they were uh, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. yeah. It's not even listed. Don't even have it. I got nothing. Artists that performed Star Spangled Banner, WrestleMania 9, April 4th, 1993, was sung by Diane Carroll. Diane Carroll. Okay. Yeah, D-A- I don't even know if I'm saying that correct. I've never seen Diane spelled that way. D-I-A-H-A-N-N. Diane. Diane yes. Carroll. Oop. Not alive. Chalk <laughs> <laughs> it up. <laughs> Put her on the list. Fatality. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh boy yes. okay yes we just we just topped out at 70 <laughs> percent yeah all right well he's interviewing natalie cole over here todd Pentagill is yeah. here with natalie cole she's like basically like calling out wrestling for being fake she's like right. i can't believe the money's real yeah. she's like it's real money like this whole thing is fake around me but this is real That's right. and then we uh interview <laughs> mr caesar Oh my God! Yeah, well, this this was one of those planted like you must interview me so I can plug my hotel. This guy, his the publicity deal this guy got, like mm-hmm. every week a Caesar Palace merchandise plant for six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. He mentions how nice it was to uh, have him promoted so much how the wrestlers promoted his stuff yeah how this venue has more prize fights than anywhere else in Mm -hmm. vegas he's selling the place like crazy this is always be closing a always bbc closing always be closing that's what this guy oh my god and he's like he's like like monster mafia looking dude (laughs) he did not want to mess with this guy i just have written down it's like it's like i'm just he's like i'm just so glad everything worked out nice so i don't have to break anyone's legs i didn't have to kill anybody todd it was such a relaxing wrestlemania weekend the wrestlers were good we didn't have to kill anybody we didn't have to bury anybody in the desert it was awesome it was awesome you guys can cut anytime i brought a new shovel just in case yeah it's it's still it's still got the bow on it any event that's murder free todd it's a good event yeah (laughs) 
He had the slick belt. Like, he was an extra on The Sopranos, I am sure. Oh, uh, yeah. He looks like uh, the, what was it, Joey Chestnuts. Yeah, he's like, no worries, Vince, your family will be okay. Yeah, he's like, now. <laughs> I gotta say, Todd, it made its money back. I don't have to, like, kill Vince. <laughs> I don't have to, you know, break his knees for, for some, like, we got a packed house. And <laughs> I told him, if we didn't, there might be a problem. There might be. <laughs> we might have to have a talk. We'll talk. Vince <laughs> yeah. is in the back, like, sweating his ass. Out. Me and Please Benny be Brass a... Knuckles over here. <laughs> Please be a sellout. Please be a sellout. <laughs> hey, Vince, you promised me 16,000. I'm only seeing 14. <laughs> There's more on the ground. More on the ground. <laughs> Hilarious. And from there, we uh, get a shot of a lion's face zooming in between our interviewees and interviewer of uh, Ming Chin and Mr. Perfect, who looked like he jumped into the fountain before this interview. Yes. He is, he is dripping. He's almost oozing the leftover machismo that Razor has. This shot has to be that film school dude that keeps on showing up with like, his crazy ass oh, shots. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Like, I'll, he's I'll, got I'll, a good one. I'll go into the fountain. <laughs> the fountain will go out of focus as I pull back <gasps> and in frame will be perfect and the fink. And Vince well, is like, whatever. That's, <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> Just put him in a two and let's go. Well, it seemed that uh, Gene and Mr. Perfect had quite the night beforehand. They must have been playing like crafts or something because they were talking about their games the night before. I think at one point, I don't know if it's perfect. I think it's perfect. Calls, calls Lex. I don't know if he did it on purpose or not, but calls him the Lexorcist. <laughs> I think that's amazing. That'd be awesome. <laughs> All right, I got you. <laughs> the Undertaker kills him, and he comes back as the Lexorcist. As the Lexorcist. <laughs> oh. Genius, Vince. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but apparently there is a uh, there was a little confrontation between Lex and Brett at the WrestleMania breakfast that morning. So they they were talking about that as well. Is that a feud that follows this? Like now that Brett doesn't have the title. I'm assuming he goes against Lex for a little bit, maybe for King of the Ring or the Summer Tour or whatever. I don't, I don't remember. All right, here's the legend. If you, if you yeah. believe Brett's book. Yes. All right. I believe every word. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course. It's yeah. uh, it's not bitter or anything. No, <laughs> I, no, 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 no. It's just straight from the heart. Yeah. yeah. Vince calls him in. He's like, you're losing the belt. We're giving it to Hogan. And he's bitter. Of course. Okay. Hogan says after the match, thanks. I'll do the favor for you. You're going to get this back. No problem. Whatever. Yeah. Brett's like, all right, I'm holding you to that, Terry. So he's supposed to get it back fairly quickly, I think, after the European tour or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Hogan says, no, Brett's not in my league. It's not realistic for a little dude to beat me. I'm going to give it to Yoko instead. Vince has to break the news to Brett that Hogan's not going to do that. So, <laughs> that doesn't work for me, brother. That, that doesn't work for me, brother. And Vince, yeah. when he told Brett that he's going to lose WrestleMania, he's like, you're going to get it right back. We're going to build you back up. You're the future, mm -hmm. yada, yada. You know, nothing's really going to change for you at all, except we're going to do this ending at WrestleMania, and then back back on the Brett train, which mm -hmm. he's not lying about. No. I would say no. WrestleMania 9 to 10 is all about bringing Brett into the main event properly as opposed to on a house show yeah. <laughs> that no one saw. Yeah. It was kind of like last minute we had to do something because, you know, we're flaked. He's a king. He's fighting Owen. Mm -hmm. He has a double match at WrestleMania. He had the, the big Will It Be Lex, Will It Be Brett Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. And like WrestleMania 10 is the coronation of Brett. Yeah. More than anything that happened this year. So Vince was, wasn't lying, but Brett's a little bitter about that. He also says Yoko gets completely gassed in the desert and he sure. can't, you can't last a match. And Brett was like, all right, I'm going to lose, but I'm going to show you that like I could tear the house down. And he had like mm -hmm. this whole back end of the match planned where he's just going to throw all his shit at Yoko and Yoko is too tired to do it. He can barely, oh, man. he like collapses and he has to like lift his legs up into the sharpshooter himself. Oh, like he's geez. getting no help yeah, from that, Yoko at yeah. all. Fuji doesn't know that they're going to end the match. So all of a sudden has to put the flag down and starts digging in his pockets for the baby powder. Like oh, the, the ending came too quick. So instead of Brett Hogan, 
and him carrying on the belt as champion, he has to fight Lawler at SummerSlam. So it's all going to build to Lawler. Like, he becomes yeah. king of the ring. I remember Lawler going, you know, jumping him or whatever, and be like, you're not the king, I'm the king. Oh, uh, well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and that whole thing over there. Okay. And I don't know when Lawler gets accused of sexual misconduct and he has to jump out of Survivor Series because mm-hmm. there is Brett and... Oh, it's got to be this coming up here. It's like yeah. Brett and his brothers... Brett Owen yeah. and the rest. The movie star and the rest. And the other one. Versus the king and his knights, which was a bunch of like old timey guys that were supposed gotcha. to be hidden under masks. Gotcha. And becomes Sean and the knights. Oh, geez. But this perfect thing, I think, was a way to pivot perfect towards Sean because okay. you get that. Yeah, that, that ending comes up. And then you yeah. got uh, Lex. Looks like they're going to pivot Lex to Hart. Yeah. But when Hogan goes away and they need a new American hero, they try to build up Lex. Yeah. So I don't know how much evil Lex is long for this world. I guess a little bit before yeah, SummerSlam. for then you go for Face Lex. Face Lex. And then you can't have Face Lex versus Face Heart. Yes. You'll be Lexercised. <laughs> well, here we go. Out of the thing. And how comes Lex with the hottest women I've ever oh seen my in God. my life? Yes. All in their thongs. Hold like, on. Yeah. Let me grab my wife for a second. <laughs> Time out. I need you to come in here. You got to see this. They get wife cam on here. Wife cam. Yes. This is my favorite part of the night. All right. You got to see Lex Luger's entrance over here <laughs> check this out All right. okay here they come yes Where's here they he? come he's just reflecting theirs he's reflect- yeah. yeah he's a reflection of their she just had that lincoln yeah <laughs> uh, yeah they're from planet hot chick yeah this they just keep coming out there's more of them no, oh my god there's a blonde behind him there's, too yes, they're, yes they're everywhere the yes. reigning no. hot chicks oh wow yeah. <laughs> you can see where they missed in the oh, boxing yeah. booth <laughs> god forbid this goes to 4k <laughs> yeah this is, this, is a, this is a good family show they're real worried yeah they, they pretty much got the showgirls out of vegas What's on the ground? Do they have shields? They have shields. They have, they have shields. You know that oh, wait, the, in the, the awesome towers where the, the, the boom shows the, the fembots. Yeah. Yes, it's uh, very similar. Oh, There's one girl that's taller than Lex. They, they blow their loads. Wow. Oh, it's coming. Mm-hmm. How come he gets to cover his rear end all the way? Yeah, his rear end gets covered. There's he's not. Sorry, ma'am. You're going to need to cover your asshole. I'm sorry, that's too much. <laughs> Look at this. They literally have sparklers. They have sparklers. Yes. They, have they, sparklers. Blew, they blew their loads. Yep. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, they're all squirters. It's like the hottest women of all time. And now he's going to grate cheese on his chest. Great, yes. <laughs> now everybody can oogle Lex. Yeah. There's something for everybody here yeah, at WrestleMania right. 9. Perfect. Uh, all right. Ah, uh, yes. Cool. The group comes out while well, Perfect's coming out. So you got Perfect and like four asses of, of Showgirl. <laughs> yes, they're, they're still walking back while Perfect's out. He, he's like getting numbers as they go backstage. <laughs> the smile he gets after yes. he, they're crossing him. Rene Goulet's out there. I hadn't seen Rene Goulet the entire night. But when the Showgirls come out, Rene Goulet is... <laughs> he made an appearance. It's like, I just got to make sure they get back. It's very, very yeah. important I'm yeah. out here. Yeah. No, perfect passing them going, you know, did her, at her. Yeah. yeah. So he's got her number. Her. Yeah. You're later. 10.30, 11.30. So unable to be a baby face, perfect is out here with uh, not too great a heel, Lex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something about WrestleMania 9, because it is WrestleMania 9, and it's always like you remember it as being terrible. Yeah. And it ain't great, but it's hyped up to be so bad that when you watch it, it's like, it's not that bad. No, I mean, because it's put in the context of the rest of the WrestleManias. So, you know, when they when they rank WrestleManias from best to worst, this one always ends up either at the very bottom or close to the bottom. Yeah, like so, nine yeah. and 15. Yeah, when you got like close to 40 of them, you consider this one the worst. Yeah, I can see that. But it's no, you know, and there's really bad parts of it. I think a lot of people also they rate that based on the ending because it's yeah. probably one of the worst endings of a WrestleMania. The yeah. ending does suck. Yeah, yeah, that and, and Austin turning heel are like the two yeah. worst endings of WrestleManias. Yeah. yeah. 
Lex is not as bad a wrestler as I remember. No, uh, they, yeah, this, they pulled off a, a pretty nice match here. And I don't know if that's because Perfect is so good he can make anything look good. Mm-hmm. Like if I got in the ring, I could have a good match if Perfect <laughs> was the opponent. Like yeah, I like, don't know about that. Yeah, I'll just <laughs> be flipping around. I swear to God, I thought Brutus the Barber Beefcake was great when I was yeah. watching oh, this I love 30 Brutus years ago. Yeah, yeah. And I saw a Brutus versus Perfect match, and I finally realized Brutus sucked, mm-hmm. and Perfect made him look like he was indestructible. Yeah. Because he literally did nothing in the match, and Perfect's just flying all over the place and making everything look like he killed him. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, it was all perfect the whole time. Like, I had no appreciation for the fact that it's usually the other guy making the person look good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not the other way around. But perfect makes Lex look like a million bucks, but Lex doesn't do a, a terrible job. No. Luger had uh, a couple of good cells. You know, they did the little storytelling where perfect goes after Luger's leg. Luger really sells the leg attack well. This is where really the match where I thought Macho had no business being there. Like he had Mm -hmm. no purpose and he was so bad because he would just say stuff like, it's WrestleMania 9, the best, out of nowhere. Yeah, this is like where I remember him coming up with like that. I don't even know if it's famous, but just like whenever somebody that does a bad impression of Macho Man. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is exactly what I think. It's like doing the thing, getting it done, like that yeah, type yeah. thing. Like he's saying all that during his commentary in here, and it doesn't make any sense. And that's like that's what I picture when people do bad impressions of him. He stomps all over Bobby Heenan, and Bobby is trying his best to tell this story where Brett got knocked out by the forearm. Everybody's been knocked out by this forearm. Will Perfect get knocked out by this forearm? And Ross is on to him. He's like, I think there's something going on here. The brain's like, no, no, it's like baseball. It's all about the windup and the pitch speed. And you know something about baseball, right, Macho? And he's trying to get Macho involved in it. And Macho's just cutting him off and not letting him tell the story about there's something weird about Lex's arm. Yeah. And he's trying to engage in that story and get Macho involved in the conversation. And Macho doesn't even realize that he's trying to do it. He's like, shut up, Brain. And Brain's like, no, asshole. I'm trying (laughs) to get you involved in this story. He's feeding you. About Lex's arm. Because we got to tell the story about, like, there's something going on where he hits people with his arm and they just die. Yeah. And he just can't get his head around that. Now, yeah. If you listen to uh, Bruce Pritchard, he says that Macho wanted to get off the road and he wanted to do commentary. If yes. you listen to Eric Bischoff, he said that yeah. Macho didn't want to do commentary. He wanted to get back in the ring. Yeah. And after WrestleMania 9, I believe both are true. Yeah. I think he wanted to get off the road, but sucked so bad at commentary <laughs> yeah. that he wanted to get back in the ring. I think at the beginning, sure, you know, I'm kind of old, been champion twice, cost me my wife, mm. let me just do commentary. And then he sucked. And then he's like, Eric, get me back in the ring because <laughs> I, I, I can't do yes. this. I'm, I'm not good at it. Yeah. I believe both stories now after this. Yeah, that would that would totally make sense. You know, maybe we're seeing sort of the, the end of his time at, at WWF. The shine was off of him. So he, you know, he decided maybe commentary was a way to go, but... WCW would be like a completely new thing for him so he could get back into the ring. So that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Probably the best of both worlds. The schedule's yeah. not as awful. Yeah. He gets back in the ring and off a of commentary because yeah. he's no good at commentary. Yeah. They catch Luger trying to pin yes. Perfect using the ropes. Mm-hmm. But the match ends screwy because Perfect gets his feet on the ropes during a pin and the ref counts to three. Mm-hmm. So... It works for in, in his favor once. It doesn't work in his favor the second time where Luger wins the match, but he shouldn't have. Perfect tries to do the thing before the end where he's like, now it's on. And he does the uh, classic pull the strap down of his oh, tights. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the one strap down thing. Yep. That's an old hokey southern wrestling. Like, yeah. oh, he pulled it down. Now it's, oh, it's <laughs> now on. It's on. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. No, During maybe, maybe in 1993 they did, but, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, the crowd's like, oh, no. No, he didn't. He pulled down the strap. That, that oh, doesn't happen. Ooh. Oh, you see a whole bunch of people in the background going, oh, no, he didn't. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane, too. Can't wait to see it. Uh-oh. Richard. 
Oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Oh, that'd be so funny. <laughs> I cut to the ice like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Straps down, man. Yep, yep, yep. It would be cool if the strap went down and something actually happened. Like, yeah. the strap goes down and he just, like, like just wailing on it. Just shit out of it. Bloody nose. Flex is just torn yes. apart. Yes. Like, it's a like, mess in the corner. Like, Holy <laughs> shit. Should have pulled my strap down, man. Yeah. Should have done it. We had to jack him a little bit. We still chilling, though, right, G? Yeah. Uh, all right, then. You still seeing that dude about your nerves and shit, huh? Yeah, I got the cast off last week. Yeah. Then it would mean something yes like, yeah but no like strap down maybe i'll pin him no but yeah. that would have been hilarious the end is nigh for perfect he loses but he shouldn't have his yeah run the ropes and then lex hits him with the forearm yeah after the after the facts hits him with the forearm and completely you know knocks him out and perfect is like kind of left laying there in the ring while luger leaves and you know takes a little while to get himself acclimated again realizes what has happened and this is a good time for the uh, the commentators to completely work on that whole angle of something with a forearm something with a forearm meanwhile perfect decides to pursue luger backstage yeah now here's my question yeah if you're gonna have perfect lose and you have perfect lose by some kind of chicanery whether mm -hmm. it's feet are on the ropes or he gets knocked out by the bionic elbow yeah why do the feet on the roof just knock his ass out He's going to lose anyway. You're going to pin him. Yeah. Just hit him with the fuck arm. Yeah, I think that would have had more of an impact as far as the whole story goes. If Luger nails perfect with the arm mm -hmm. and just completely just he's out cold, then as a spectator, even without the commentary, I might be thinking, you know, there's something going on there. It's the idea that, like, he shouldn't have won mm -hmm. because the ref missed it as opposed to he won because he knocked Perfect out. Is it like protecting Perfect by doing that? I don't know. Yeah. Lex, for some reason, is backstage, like in a public storage behind yeah. Caesar's Palace, talking to Shawn Michaels. Because <laughs> that's where the wrestlers hang out backstage. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm surprised Shawn was actually uh, in this segment because he got his noggin bounced off the mat. Oh, yeah. I didn't think he'd be okay for another segment, but he looks fine. Yeah. Uh, he's in his rocker jeans from when he threw uh, Paul Marty Gennetti through the window. And then starts ECWing him with cardboard boxes and plastic trash cans. <laughs> That's the only way it can be done. He eventually does get a broomstick, which I guess is the only object he hits him with that actually looks like something. Yeah. Yeah. Sergeant Slaughter does something. He shows up. What? Yes, because we have a Slaughter, Slaughter sighting. Slaughter's doing his job. Yeah. <laughs> That's unlike him. But yeah, there's a backstage brawl between uh, Michaels and Perfect. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, I guess we're moving on. This is post-WrestleMania fodder. If you go two hours, three minutes, okay, and 35 seconds... In a hot rod T-shirt, uh oh, you'll see Vladimir. There he is. I see him behind the uh, behind the commentators. Well, there. The f yeah, he's a fan that was always had like super great seats yeah. everywhere. He followed him like fish. <laughs> would just go from show to show, and you'd always see him in the audience. Is Vladimir still alive? Uh, <laughs> Vladimir dead? Well, Vladimir wrestling yeah, fan alive. Alive. There he is. The story of Vladimir official trailer. Well, there's an official oh trailer. Oh my god, he has, a, he has a documentary. Yeah, I know. Vladimir the super fan still lives in New York City. Really? As of November 23rd, 2021. Alright, we're gonna say alive. Had some health issues as of late. No! Not Vladimir! Yeah. Wow, they even gave him like a belt. There's a picture of him with uh, Triple H and Stephanie on oh, the site. Jesus. It looks like he's still alive. Hallelujah! All right. Go Vlad. Yeah, Vlad is still there. Vladimir is actually more interesting than what's on the screen, which is uh, Bobby the Brain and Macho fighting each other. Yeah, that didn't make any sense because that's not going to amount to anything. Macho gets all heated standing up and everybody thinks he's going to like take him out and nothing happens. No. And Jim right. Ross is like, I'm just trying to get through the night, yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah. Can you be JR's playing ref. Can you yeah. be any help to me? Yeah. So we get over to Gorilla, who's... Yeah, he's having a night. 
Yes, he's, he's enjoying himself backstage and he is hyping up the Undertaker as well as the championship match with his centurions spiking the camera like they're just dead looking straight into the camera <laughs> yeah the one, the one on the left is just like don't look away don't, don't look, look away <laughs> he's not even blinking no it's amazing <laughs> it it's a good centurion outfit like they've gone and like dirtied up all the bronze and yeah, yeah it's they got next level props yeah. going on here yeah yeah i wonder if they were told just stare at the just camera stare straight at the camera <laughs> Stare straight at the camera. Look menacing. Look, stare straight at the camera. Uh, Finkus Maximus calls in Jan Gonzalez. Oh, yeah. Who is in a new outfit? Yeah, this one is not as fur. He's got fake fur. Fake fur. Airbrushed fur. fur instead of, I guess, instead of the actual glued fur. on fur. Yes. Um, and the, the <laughs> muscle texture on this one is a little bit more uh, defined, I would say. Yeah, his outfit was working out. You know, his outfit's been, uh, you know, doing that thing where they eat six small meals a day, lots of protein. Yeah, 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 of course. So, <laughs> lots of yeah. lots of reps with low weight. A lot of planks. <laughs> yeah. Lot of planks. Uh, I'm trying to figure out when he switched over to this outfit because I remember them defuzzing him and mm-hmm. doing airbrush fur. So, WrestleMania 9 is the debut. Yes. This, uh, is, the, this is the summer wear collection. Yes. Well, yeah. it, it makes sense. You got to put this motherfucker out in the desert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All that fur on him. Come on. Let's <laughs> not put him in a fur coat. Yeah. Is Vegas cold at night? I don't know. Um, I believe it is just because, yeah, because it's like middle of the desert. So, you yeah. know. Maybe like we got to do the thing during the day. Cold during the, cold during the night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or they just had to get it uh, to a time where it'd be seven or eight o'clock Eastern. Oddly enough, they don't airbrush fur on his ass. Like when he had his yeah. real fur outfit, his ass was covered. Now they have an airbrushed ass. Yeah, an airbrushed ass crack. On Jenkins right down the middle. Yeah. This coming up is got to be one of my top Undertaker en- entrances of all time. Oh, yeah. It's an awesome, awesome entrance for an awful match. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> like the hearse and stuff were kind of cool. But I think Centurion's dragging his ass out on a chariot <laughs> with a fuck. Vulture, <laughs> yeah, and the green mist too. It, it's the he's got like this Igor motherfucker behind him. Yeah, yeah. The only person who bought merch is this little kid with the rest of piece urn. He's the same yeah. kid that was trying to shove it in the eye of the poor elephant. Yeah, uh, that's the only thing of merch I see all night. This is one foam urn. But that vulture kicks ass. That's the oh best God. entrance of all time. He's Undertaker. Igor, dude. Yeah, he does. It. Look at him. He's like it. the dude from uh, <laughs> Young Frankenstein. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, somewhere along the line between the last time we saw the Undertaker in the ring and now he's uh, increased his tattoos. He now has his left forearm done. Okay. My favorite was- Undertaker tattoo of all time is the one on his right forearm where it's him with a skull face. Yeah. With the red hair. It's like the only color on it. Yeah. I still yeah. think he could have had a longer career if he just did this as a retro act. Oh, yeah. Because he no sells and moves slow. I mean, you could do this with us. Yeah, that's easy. A 50-year-old Mark Calloway. Yeah, that's easy to do against somebody like Giant Gonzalez, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if people would, just wouldn't buy it in this mm-hmm. day and age, but I, I could have definitely seen him be able to do this gimmick right now. Mm-hmm. You could get you could get his ass out, put him in this, these clothes, and have him do this match. Just looking at Gonzalez had to be worth the price because I know it's a shitty match. I know he can't wrestle. Yeah, uh, but look how big he is. He's a, yeah. Well, and considering that Undertaker's you know no slouch either, he's huge. To put him against Gonzalez just makes Gonzalez that much larger. Yeah, you know, where they stand toe to toe right at the beginning of this match and like undertaker's like looking up like easily looking up it's not like even just like a, a little bit it's pretty menacing the one thing that, that gonzalez can't do is like he can't like he can't sell anything he's like sitting here like just you know stretching out his arms like oh, i'm big oh, i'm huge you know oh look at me it just looks so stupid do you think he was he too weak this. to actually lift or flip a guy or body slam a guy i mean a lot of big guys just didn't have any body strength Mm-hmm. They looked big, but they really, yeah. I mean, what was an Andre match? It was, you know, choke, hit. He could body slam. Andre yeah. could do that. But, you know, what do you want from these guys? Yeah. They're huge. It's up to the dude who's getting fake beaten up to get yeah. fake beaten up. 
And Gonzalez couldn't even sell well. Like he's he's almost comical. Like when when Undertaker's giving him the chops to the 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 throat area, the the way that he sells them, it looks almost comical. Well, I mean, he's a walking cartoon. Look at this. This guy's wearing an airbrush naked suit <laughs> while wearing a pair of J's. Like, I don't understand why he's wearing a pair of Air Jordans with yeah, his uh, abominable snowman outfit on. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like Bigfoot in Nikes. You know what size shoe he had, man. He's got to be like a 20. Yeah, it, it's just ridiculous. I'm going to look that up. What I remembered of this match versus seeing it again, it's not as terrible as I thought. It's not great, but it's not as mm-hmm. bad as I thought. God, someone's got to get an anatomy book because I don't know why someone gave him back boobs. Yeah. Like, whoever airbrushed this thing's like, yeah, that's muscular. He's got like back boobs and a lot of uh, muscles mm-hmm. on his legs that shouldn't be there. Jorge Gonzalez. Yes. Eligante. El Yeti. Giant Gonzalez. Eight foot, 460 pounds. Argentina. He's 460 and skinny. I know, right? That's how tall he is. Yeah. I just want to see, like, cause of death, complications from diabetes. Complications from being eight feet tall. I just want to see if they have, like, a, a shoe size. <laughs> why? Shoe I size. want to know that. I just Giant want to know. Gonzalez shoe size. Giant I Gonzalez must know. Shoe size. Basketball career, age of 16. He was seven foot two when he was 16. That's insane. Oh, he was in Thunder in Paradise. And Baywatch. <laughs> he played Manny the Pelican Man in Baywatch. Tell me they had him do a slow-mo run. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Doesn't have his shoe size. I want to know his damn shoe size. Come on. Not going to find out Giant Gonzalez's giant, shoe size. Yes, the Giant Gonzalez wear stilts. He's actually a man of only slightly above average height, but very adept at walking on stilts hidden in his boots. Oh, bullshit. Who wrote that? <laughs> that's weird like, yeah still on this guy he's huge no no anyway moving on all right so one of these days i'll find it Eighty-four thousand chops later mm-hmm. the sad thing is like undertaker didn't get to do anything with him like what do you what can he do to him he's no, not he gonna tombstone he, can't do him. Any, he did like he did an old school yeah uh which was new school at the time he was able to do an old school but besides that it was like kicks in the corner you know chops uppercuts chops off the ropes that was pretty much it that's all he could do the match abruptly ends the undertaker does that hulk hogan thing where they finally get him down to one knee and like that's mm-hmm. a big wow holy shit they got him down yeah. to one knee whippleman gives him a hotel bath towel <laughs> <laughs> yes apparently laced with chloroform right <laughs> macho i think believes it <laughs> he's like, oh, whoa, no, this is serious, guys. That could kill a guy. <laughs> like, he's he's really upset. He's like, it's not real, Macho. No, no. No, no, no. It's no, real. It's dangerous. It's, real. <laughs> it's really dangerous. We need to get somebody in here. Yeah. Macho, we had you bitten by a cobra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Suck the poison out. It's, oh, oh, shit. That's right. <laughs> oh, he's concerned about, like, <laughs> So the Undertaker's out. Everybody's concerned. Rene Goulet and, and company come out with a stretcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, stretcher the Undertaker out. And Jim Ross is like, I've never seen this before. I mean, we've seen people have to be stretched out who's yeah. faced the Undertaker, but never has the Undertaker had to be stretched out. No, not the Undertaker. Yeah, everybody's really concerned. And then, like, one of the best endings to a terrible match, the dong hits, you know, the, the, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the big bong. We get a big bong gong, and The Undertaker comes out back from the dead. Yes, of course, because he's a zombie. With a, oh, you done fucked up. <laughs> Walk to the ring. <laughs> oh, you done it now. Yeah. Oh, you done it now. Yeah. Uh, for as uh, much as the take the strap down didn't work for perfect, The Undertaker mm-hmm. coming out back from the dead, stalking uh, John Gonzalez. With his eyes rolled back in his head, like he actually did die. Yeah. Is the best. And P- Paul Barris, like, oh shit. <laughs> like, like, You're all just, done now. Yeah, he's like, you've done it. So I appreciate that. I think that was the best ending possible. Like, yeah. Undertaker comes back. back from the dead. And then he does all his shit. He does the flying tackle yeah, off the, the rope. Yeah, at the end. 
And uh, Whippleman's like, uh, how is this even possible? <laughs> Reno 911 comes out. Oh, yeah, I got that too. <laughs> and then ring down. <laughs> I literally have Reno. I was about to say it. Like, Reno 911 takes him out of the arena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was totally them. <laughs> the totally them. I was, this is an early gig for them. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. This is waiting for the, the dude with the short shorts to come yeah, on out. It's the yeah. only thing that's missing from this scene. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <gasps> so, yeah, in the event center. <laughs> yes. with, we can call it that. With Howard, uh, Mean Gene Okerlund and the Fountain of a Lion. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think was odd about this? The Fountain of a Lion or just... No, this uh, this segment. Because uh, we're about ready to that. have the main event between yeah. Bret Hart and Yoko Azuna. Oh. And who do we interview? <laughs> oh, yeah. They had Hulk Hogan, like, doing Bret's interview, basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> before his match. Uh, so Bret's been told the day before that he's going to lose to Yoko and Hogan's going to get the belt. And here he is, like, probably before the match, and he's waiting for the Mean Gene interview. And Hogan does the interview. Can you imagine him backstage being like, what the fuck, man? Yes, like, this- this, I think that's that's the main thing, like, why this was so bad. Because everybody knew it was, like, the end of Hogan and WWF. And they still were just trying to shove him down our throats so badly that it just it ruined this whole show. He's talking about... How Hulkamania is the greatest power, and Hulkamania this, Hulkamania that. And I looked into Bret Hart's eyes, and I questioned the strength of Hulkamania. Mm-hmm. And we were stunned, like, four or five years ago, when it's like, this racist tape comes out from Hulk Hogan. Meanwhile, he calls Yoko the jack. <laughs> you can get away with it in Doing, I was like, holy shit! Yeah, man. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was like, what... Yeah, I forgot you see this because I watched this like two weeks ago and I was like hadn't and got I completely forgot. Yeah, they interview Hulk Hogan <laughs> for the main event for, that he's for not the in. Main event that he's not in. That should have been the first clue. So many clues. This is like the sixth sense. You go back yeah. and like, oh yeah, of course the motherfucker's dead. Yeah, yeah. But I was stunned thirty years ago. Seventeen-year-old yeah. Dom is sitting here watching WrestleMania nine, and Hogan comes out and wins the title. I'm like, how could this have happened? Meanwhile, yeah. he's doing the interview for the friggin' main event. Yeah, that is that's it right there. Shouldn't have seen it coming. Clear as day. His eye is really messed up. I don't know what story to believe: the jet ski accident or he got clocked by Macho. So I'm I want to th- believe the second one. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm going with two. Yeah, it's just a better yeah. story. Todd Petting Zoo is here once yes. again. Interviewing a little kid with bad ears and a Caesar's Palace hat and the two plantiest plants of all time. Oh, my God. The, the Toga Brothers. The Toga Brothers. One, <laughs> one I thought was Edge. It does kind of look like Edge. Yeah, they were probably like wrestlers. Yeah, because they're, they're doing bits. Yeah. yeah. We're from yeah. Southern California. We drove in on Harleys. Yeah, I was yeah. in the sidecar. No, you were in the sidecar. One's not wearing a toga so much as to wearing like the, the, the dust ruffle of the bed. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they grab these from their room so they can wear a toga. They're the only two guys wearing togas. Vince is like, finally, we found somebody yeah. <laughs> bought in. But yeah, and then no, they're pretending to fight did. and they're headbutting each other. Yeah, it was yeah, that was that was a bad little little stunt right there. Do you think when you're uh, like burning five or six minutes to go talk to the Toga brothers, Bam Bam Bigelow and Kamala are backstage going, <laughs> Yeah. Could have had our match, man. We could have still I, that still baffles me. So here's my theory. Yeah, it, it wasn't so much that they did Shango versus Tito match instead of. Yeah. I think the match was supposed to be somewhere in the middle, and they had to cut it during the show. I'm betting they're sitting back there, and someone came back. It's like Sean went long, and they had to cut it during the show because everything is just like cut for time, cut for time, cut for time. And that's the match you would lose. You wouldn't, I guess, I you want to promote yeah. Razor, but wouldn't you lose to Razor Backlund before you'd lose? Well. Guess Bam Bam Kamala. Announced like two weeks before the show, and most of the other matches were announced six or seven weeks ahead of time. At the end of the Coliseum video of WrestleMania 9, they show Kamala with an elephant. (laughs) That's what I'm saying, man. He was going to either ride that thing or kill it. (laughs) Yeah, that's the only thing I can see here. A weird segment that ran after the show ended. 
where they apologized for the match being canceled, and then they showed Kamala wandering around backstage area where the elephants were kept. <laughs> oh. oh, man. That's awful. You think anybody wanted a refund? Like, I, I flew out here to see Kamala. <laughs> Kamala versus Dabam. I mean, like, we would have. I know. I would have been pissed. <laughs> yeah. If I saw Hulk Hogan twice and I didn't get to see Kamala, worst mm-hmm. WrestleMania ever. Yeah. That's why it's the worst WrestleMania ever. We lost no our Kamala, Kamala match. No Kamala, Kamala. would have saved the show. Yeah, easily. Easily. Bam Bam Kamala, money. Kamala comes out at the end. Beats Hogan after he beats Yoko. Oh, yeah. We'd be talking about Bigelow Kamala the same way we talk about Savage Steamboat stealing oh, WrestleMania yeah. 3. Easily. Yeah. Easily. That was the match everybody wanted and nobody ever got. Yeah, stole it. Yeah. Well, Yoko comes out in his taxi cab outfit with his geisha, so nowhere nearly as attractive as Luger's women. No, no, no. Way too much geisha. Yeah. <laughs> Poor ref's like, I've been out here for like three matches. I'm sweating my ass off. Yeah, it's got to be hot out there. It looks like it's quite windy, though, because Fuji's got the Japanese flag going. It's blowing quite well. Well, Bobby the Brain says the clouds are, uh, have come in, and he, and, uh, and he thinks it's a bad omen for Hart. Oh, yeah. Hart comes out totally pink. He's got a new jacket, but he's uh, in all pink, and this pink is a purpler pink. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's like a magenta. Yeah, so. it's like not, not like quite a hot pink. It's a little bit more of a deep hot pink, I would say. And he's pretending to have a good time. There's a bunch of Hogan fingers in the audience. You got a wide yeah. shot. But here he is. He's like, yeah, I'm your champion for the next five minutes. <laughs> I am not happy about this. A Brett can beat Japan sign. Oh. Which is an actual poster sign, as opposed to a couple of signs I saw, which were like off of print shop, old dot yeah. matrix printer signs that people had pasted together. I noticed the Brett Cabbage Patch doll. Yes, in the crowd too. I thought that was that was a nice find. Well, he gets the glasses. The kid with the Cabbage yes, Patch the kid doll. With the Cabbage Patch doll gets the glasses. Yes, very good. Yoko's just throwing his stuff. The crowd has like zero reaction. Like, really, there's nothing going on on this match. Like, you just look at the crowd, like, at the beginning of this. Nobody's, Mm -hmm. like, standing in anticipation. Nothing. It's just, like, this is just, like, another match. And this is supposed to be the main event. And it doesn't look like there's anybody really that has any investment in this match. I want to be on Brett's side, but when Hogan came out, the crowd went nuts. Yeah. When Giant Gonzalez is attacking The Undertaker after the match and cheating and killing him with chloroform everybody's Mm. chanting hogan and when hogan wins the place goes crazy so i can't say that vince is wrong or hogan was wrong they just had nothing else going on yeah brett's not doing it the funny thing is during this match which isn't bad brett's you know trying to chop down yoko and he's trying to use the the ring to do it and one of the coolest ways i thought to make yoko look strong but still let brett get his shit in early because you know you have like the baby face starts pounding on him and gets the crowd into it and then the heel will take over brett locks yoko's foot in the ropes and immobilizes him so he can get some early shit in which i was like that's that's pretty smart yeah, that's a that's a good little move. Then he then he launches himself over the top rope and just starts pounding away. I, I, I've never seen that before. I, I, you've seen the guy like get his arms caught up a mm-hmm. hundred times, but mm-hmm. I've never seen someone try to lock someone's leg in the ropes. And Hefner's it, counting the five, but doesn't do anything to get his leg out. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Hefner finally like has to try and help him. He almost gets he gets his foot more caught <laughs> in the rope at first, trying yeah. to get Yoko out. Hefner's like, oh shit. <laughs> then it becomes the whole let's try and knock yoko over show yeah like yoko's offense is bounce off of me and i'll run into you really quick and he looks gassed almost immediately i think brett's book is kind of accurate that it's a million degrees the dude's 500 pounds yeah he does look like he's having a tough time out there and you're saying yeah. he can't even sweat it was so hot wow so it's like that's interesting it's a dry heat I like when Brett's getting his ass beat. Everybody starts chanting USA, yes. USA. I was, I was like, yes, here comes the dumbest crowd ever. <laughs> and Bray's the only one smart enough there to say, doesn't everybody know that Brett is from Canada? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, we, we finally get that. I mean, somebody, somebody points out the obvious. Why are we chanting USA? This is not about Japan versus USA anymore when you've got a Canadian in the ring. I love guys who are so good at selling that you actually think something went wrong and they might really be hurt. Because mm-hmm. Yoko drops a leg on Brett and he's holding his nose like it's, got, it's been smushed. Yeah. And the rest checking on him and he's really selling the shit out of like, I think something really 
got hurt on my face. But that's just Brett being Brett. Brett being like as good as he was because yeah. he made me think, well, oh, oh. <laughs> did Brett actually get hurt during this? And that's what it's supposed to happen. Yoko runs the most boring match of all time. It's so slow, you know, and they try and pawn it off as like slow and meticulous, but it's no. It's no, not, it's, it's like rest holds and chokes. Mess. Yeah, rest holds and chokes. Brett gets a couple of good moves in that, you know, I never would have thought that he could have gotten on yoko like he brings him down with a bulldog from the second rope yeah it's not in sequence and it maybe it makes me wonder what the end of the match is really going to be like because he gets his moves of doom in but not in order and not during the end of the match so like mm -hmm. when he's tied down in the rope he does the elbow off the second rope he does the mm -hmm. bulldog off the second rope later in the match as a comeback move so he's getting like the typical Bret Hart stuff in, but there's stuff that he's just never going to be able to do. Like, he can't Russian leg sweep because no. you know, you're never going to get your arms around him. He's freaking no. enormous. I was surprised he was able to get the sharpshooter on him. I mean, does he? I mean, <laughs> he kind of is. I mean, it looks, <laughs> yeah, I mean, for what you can do with Yoko, he was, he was able to pull those damn legs up, those hands. He, like, basically crosses his ankles yeah. and tries to lift up his and legs. Lifts. <laughs> in Brett's defense, how mm. heavy are two Yokozuna legs? Oh my god, yeah. Like, they're 300 pounds, probably. Yeah. But he does kind of get it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, Yoko is so gassed, it's nothing but rest, hold, rest, hold, choke. And then Brett starts doing a sequence of his five moves, which two of them, which we've seen before, it's like the only two he can do. Yeah. Brett knocks him down. With yes. like, what would be, a, what was it, a sling blade now? Yeah, kind of like a, yeah, like a reverse, not um, clothesline-ish type thing, yeah. And then, you know, it's the way I thought they were going to beat Yokozuna, which was uh, the turnbuckle comes off. Brett is holding on to the turnbuckle as Yoko's pulling him out of the corner, mm -hmm. and the turnbuckle rips off. But really weird, because WWF turnbuckles were always laces. Yeah. And the WCW ones were the snap ones. Yeah. This one just pops off without any laces on it. So when Brett grabs it, it's uh, about two hours, 38 minutes in. It just pops right off and no, it was like never laced on. So I don't know how it's staying on there or how the other ones are staying on there or if they Velcroed all of them or if they snapped yeah. all of them because they're not the typical WWF yeah. turnbuckle pads. Yeah, there's no, there's no like laces on that one. I'm mm -hmm. thinking it snaps. Yeah, are they all like that? Because I don't see anything laced up, and that's that's really weird. Yeah. I've never seen that in a WWF ring. They're yeah. always tied. And then we get the finish, which is Yoko goes head first into the exposed turnbuckle, mm -hmm. and they try to do the uh, pulls off a sharpshooter of of sorts. It's, it's interesting, like how he tries it because he like he crosses the legs and then he leans all the way down to the mat to try and get leverage to pull the legs up. Yeah, it's got to be hard. And he's basically sitting on Yoko's ass. Yeah, but it, I mean, he makes it look pretty good. And then Fuji throws uh, the salt, which is really baby powder, and I don't know what's worse, getting in yeah. your eyes. Like, I wouldn't want either yeah. of those things thrown at me. It was a good throw, too. It was, like, right there, too. It exploded in its face. Yeah. And Yoko's the champ. And almost immediately, as if he knew it was going to happen. Yes. <laughs> out yes. comes uh, ketchup bottle Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to explain to the ref that Brett got cheated. Hogan's That's not even in wrestling boots. He's in cowboy yeah. boots. Mustard cowboy boots. Yeah. The first time I ever watched this, like when I when I had it back on VHS, like I could not believe because I didn't even know this was the finish at that point. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, just to watch it for the first time, it was just so unbelievable that this is how it ended. I could not fathom. I was like, wait a minute. It's, I, we went through a whole process for Yoko to be the number one contender. We had a match signing and everything. Mm -hmm. We had officials there the whole bit. And then out of nowhere, Fuji just challenges him and it's like, oh, okay, we can do this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is really weird because you never had a face not leave WrestleMania the champion. Yeah. Ever. Nope. It was it always ended happy. The closest he came to a, a shitty ending was actually last year, WrestleMania 8, when Hogan's fighting Sid Justice Vicious, mm -hmm. and out comes Papa Shango missing his cue to, to wreck the match. But it yeah. still ends with a face victory of yeah. sorts. It's yeah. like a, a, a no finish. So I'm thinking, okay, you did the interview ahead of time, saying that Hogan wants to challenge whoever is, has the title. Mm -hmm. So he's going to come out and beat up Yoko and then pose and everybody goes home happy. I still didn't see this coming where Fuji comes out, 
can't even get the challenge out. Remember, like, Fuji was talking about, like, my demolition or the world yeah. champions, like, oh, I mean, world tag team champions. Like, Fuji was not a great promo. Yeah. And he's here, like, uh, I challenge you. And then he's like, oh, wait, I got to clear this up. I'll put the belt on the line now. <laughs> uh, we're going to have an impromptu match. Bret Hart's like, I don't care yeah, anymore. He's just like, go. I'm just, I'm so done with this whole weekend. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, like, what, like, when he left, when he got out of there and was outside of the curtain, you know, what, uh, what he did at that point. Did he just, like, just keep walking, you know, get in his car, grab <laughs> went, his bag, and he go? Went straight to the paycheck desk and be like, yeah, pay me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But here, yeah, we have a match. Fuji says, hey, I challenge you to a match right now, Hogan. You yell belly. My Yokozuna is going to like end Hulkamania, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Hulk jumps in the ring. There's no bell to start the match. The very first thing you see is Fuji go into his robe, grab some more of the baby powder shit, throw it into mm. Yokozuna's eyes in front of Hevner. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't disqualify doesn't Fuji. disqualify Fuji, yeah. Or Hulk because... Yoko got hit by it, so I guess... Well, it would, have been, it would have been Yoko being disqualified since Fuji was on his side, but... Yeah. Even if, even if Hulk wins the match, he wouldn't get the title because it was a disqualification. He sees basically a foreign object being used, leg drop, pin, he counts the pin. There's, there's yeah. no bell. They cheat right in front of his eyes, so he knows that yeah. like this isn't a, a clean victory for Hogan, and he pins him anyway. I don't know this it's Hogan. It's Hogan. It's, it's Hogan rules. Oh, okay. Hogan rules. And here That's we are posing. So both yeah. main events happen with Hogan's posing. Posing at the end. And there we go. For the fifth time. Yes. Five-time champion. The one yeah, thing I kind of liked is like almost every time his title reigns got progressively less. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Not as, not as long. Not as long. Except for yeah. four. Four was the shortest. But five was yeah. pretty close to being as short. Well, this will be the last one, and I kind of, you know, I'm kind of interested uh, to see where this one takes us, like, what happens now. Because these, these are the parts of, you know, the, the lore that I really don't know. Uh. I knew what happened at WrestleMania 9. I never knew what happened after it. I don't know what happens between WrestleMania 9 and basically WrestleMania 10. Well, I will not spoil 30 years ago for you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Although Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. Damn it! Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but as Hogan's posing, who is your red tight of the night? Because mine was Bob Backlund. <laughs> oh, uh, let's see. Who was my red tight of the night? Um, I'm going to say Yoko in the match against Hogan. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. You That's know a what? squash match. That was better. <laughs> that was that was definitely better. <laughs> Did you like the episodes, Than? Well, if we're going to say uh, we've got three episodes here with a one, two, and three of WrestleMania 9, I'm going to say that one was my favorite. Mm -hmm. Just the matches in that had a lot of substance to them. They were fun to watch and kind of made me like say, oh, wait a minute, WrestleMania 9 wasn't as bad as I remember it being. By the time we get to the end, you know, that's that's where things go downhill. So I would say yes to one, kind of, to two, and no to three. When you have Bret Hart on the card, yeah. and the second best match of the night is Lex Luger, <laughs> it's, a bad, it's not a great wrestling video. They put some of their best wrestlers in the worst matches. Yes. You know, you, get, you have Bret versus Yoko. That is not a great set up right there ramon ramon and backlin terrible terrible you got undertaker and gonzalez not great you know and those are some of your best wrestlers right there yeah and even sean tatanka not mm -hmm. my first choice even though chris chavez did a hell of a job in that match yeah 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 it is weird it's it's like a bunch of bad dance partners and including exactly. the uh, including the booth the the commentary yeah. booth is terrible yeah. Yeah, macho really no, should have been there, there. No full set of anything i yeah i would say tatanka sean was the closest we got to anything of like major substance here but every match and like every part of this had a good part and a bad part that just did not work well together yeah it's uh it's it's like half of wrestlemania yes it's wrestlemania 4.5 <laughs> we'll go with that we'll go with that well next week is going to be phenomenal oh, because I wait do, do you remember what we're doing Oh, I do. I do. Now, we're, we're just doing the first episode? 
Because the, well, the episodes are not very long. No, no, the first season. Because oh, the whole first season. Yeah, because the episodes are like five minutes okay. or something. All right, yes. Yes. The, uh, we're, we're, before we head back, because we're, we're, we're in between such hokey horseshit with Hogan returning. Yes, yes. That we, we have to go back to uh, 80s, 80s wrestling. Yay. Kind but of a parody of it. Yes. Next week, we will do season one of South Paul Regional <laughs> Wrestling. <laughs> I can't wait. All right. Well, WrestleMania night is over. We yes. have completed a one full year of Saturday Morning Superstars. <laughs> By the time we get to WrestleMania 10, I think both my children will be out of college. Well, it took, a, <laughs> it took us almost two years to do one yes. year of, I mean, exactly. it makes sense. We're doing bi-weekly, but, yeah. and pay-per-views to take two to three weeks. Yes. So, yeah, it took a while, but we've made it. Uh, it's a good thing, too, because they don't have a lot of superstars on the cock. They, no. So, it's only two seasons and yeah we'll we'll have to take some time on that so yeah we're not gonna do like a sunday morning challenge show so this is yep and if we do raw we'll 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 be 85 years old (laughs) but we get to start hey season two season two of saturday morning superstars will start i guess after next week yes we'll take a a southpaw break yes all right dude sayonara undertaker and Shawn Michaels has left the building. All right. We did it. Cut through yeah. nine. Woo! Woo-hoo. Uh, poor listeners. Six weeks of nine. Oh, mm-hmm. poor bastards.